welcome to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. It's 101. That's the way we do it, baby. Do you know that, that song? I don't. A1. Classic. Just 101. That's the way we do it, baby. Just 101. That's the way we do it. A1. Aye. It's the first no. time A1 and Classic's been said in the same fucking <laughs> no, sentence, by no, the way. I've never heard of them. Squiddy will be delighted. Them. 90s boy band. Uh, Wait, you've never heard of A1? No. Right. Fucking musician over here. <laughs> Jess, Craig and Andy here this week to talk you through our weeks in gaming and the latest news, of course. Also expect our thoughts on Callisto Protocol, more Christmas games as it's December, which also means a Christmas movie review is in store. We're also going to look ahead to next week's upcoming releases and share our pick of the week as well. And yeah, just before we get started, a little plea for your help if you don't mind helping spread the word about Pure Day Gaming. Our goal for this year was to hit 10,000 subscribers on Twitter and YouTube, which YouTube especially has been like hovering around nine and a half for donkeys. Mm-hmm. So if you don't subscribe, subscribe, tell your friends. Basically, in December, you get a lot of kind of charity and stuff like that. And I feel like we qualify. Right. Like if you're going to help anyone, help us. I mean, that's not the angle I was going for, but if you want to. <laughs> Fuck everything <else. laughs> Um, yeah, we do hope to bring you lots more entertaining content in the new year, so now is the time to subscribe, follow and all that, so you don't miss out. And with that said, howdy, how are we both? Howdy ho! Great. Yeah, I'm good. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Is your radio in the car set to heart Christmas? No, right, I'll get playlists. It, I mean, if you're... Welcome to fucking... 20 fucking 10, Jess. <laughs> Heart FM. Everybody's got a playlist. I know, but, but Heart Christmas, I mean... Is, wait, so do they create a new channel just when it's Christmas? Or do they change their existing channel to Heart Christmas? Not sure. They've got 20 million stations as it stands. Ah, they I, think they lot, change, they? I think they change one of them. Um, What's the best Christmas song? Oh, there's an interesting question for the, you know, opening mm. <laughs> of the podcast. Opening gambit. The pokes for me. The Pogues. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay. I like Andy Williams. It's... Uh, that's not right. No, Andy Williams is the one I just sang. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Who sings the one? It's beginning to look a like Christmas. It goes a little bit faster than that, I can't remember. No, because what I do with that, right, and I've done it for years now, is when it gets to Christmas, I always sing that song. Right. And I'll say, like, if we were working together and you were on your lunch, I would come up to you on your lunch and I would go, it's beginning to look a lot like... And then I would walk away for, like, maybe half an hour. Think back and <laughs> I'd, <laughs> I'd come back and then just go... Christmas <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes I would like do it for days. I just let days go past. I love the delayed response. It's always good, isn't it? It gets woke every time. Christmas. Do it like a year. Aye. Or maybe do it with somebody this this year, like start it and then next year I'll finish yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing you say to them on the twenty fourth is just it's beginning to look a lot like well, and then December first, phone them up. Christmas! Christmas. <laughs> Uh, the Christa Berg song's quite good as well. Lee the Spaceman one. Red, 
Chris the Bug. Aye. It's called cool. Spaceman. Spaceman. Always wanted you to go into that one. No. Spaceman. That's not Christmas. I had it on it. Is it not Driving Home for Christmas? No, this is it. Driving Home for Christmas. I come from a planet a long way from here. And I bring a message for mankind to hear. You like that? You never heard that song? No. You will have when it kicks in. Really know that one? That's one of the most famous Christmas songs. Really? Like. Chris the Bug. You wouldn't. I. I mean, I, I. I don't. I'm not exactly a fan of his, but that song. Uh, he's in the lady in red guy. Lady in red. Welcome to our do, 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 musical podcast. Uh-huh. I'll just tell you. Um, uh, that's. I've never heard that. Maybe Casio keyboard in the background. That wasn't the cheesy at all. Uh, I Lady in Red, some as well. Yep. Well, we're on the subject of music before we talk about games. How was your gig last week? Gig yeah, was you good. You know gigging? Yeah, gig was good. I've got, you've got to realise that I'm really just background noise in a gig like this. It's not like people coming to see me. Mm-hmm. I'm just there on a Friday night. Alan was there to see you. Alan was there to, to see me. That was nice of him, actually. And he's he brought his partner, huh? Sophie. Oh, my God, that boy is punching above his weight. <laughs> <laughs> he really has, doesn't he? Jesus Christ! Uh, Aye, cause I, he texts me during the day, seeing if I could come, but I couldn't make it. Right. So I was going to come along. Right. I did tell him that. Don't worry, I said that to him. What? That Had to go at me? No, no. That he was, was punching above his weight. <laughs> ah, of course. Aye. Aye. Um, but no, it was good. It was like three hours. I was supposed to do like three forty-five minute sets and take a fifteen-minute break. I think I took a ten-minute break and I just sang for the rest of it because once I was up there, I was like, I'll just fucking keep on going. And then the guy, I was expecting to get like 20 quid. They gave me like 140 quid. Sorry. And I was like, ah, you know what? I wasn't expecting it, but I was actually probably about right. Because the uh, amount of work I've got to do to learn all those songs. Yeah, of course. Uh, you don't, it's not just three hours work. There you go, show up and it's done. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of prep to do. You yeah. Know what I mean? So, no, I'll be doing more um, there and hopefully other places as well. So, I couldn't live stream it though. I was talking about live streaming it, but it just didn't work out. Because there was nowhere to put my phone and it was probably a bit too loud anyway. There's fuck all it. signal in that place as well. It's quite that hard to a get good a signal. Shout, actually, because it's downstairs. Yeah, there's no, there's no signal at all, really. <laughs> to, be no, fair, to, to be fair, though, although it, it wasn't his best filming job, but Alan did put a 10 second clip up on Discord. <laughs> 10 seconds? Aye. So for my three hour set, I've got a 10 second. <laughs> Yeah, in right. fact, what he did was he tried to put it on Discord, but uh, he doesn't have Discord Nitro, so he couldn't. So he WhatsApped it to me and told me to upload it. <laughs> but if you watch the clip, I don't know, I think he was maybe worried about putting you off because right. he's taking it from behind a pint. And it's really? just like, so the views like from sure. behind a pint, I, you know. <laughs> and, then like it, a stalker. I, and then it just sort of comes up a wee bit as if he's peered <laughs> over the pint. And I was like, right, it's not a fucking voyeur video, Alan, you fucking clown. You know, he bought me a pot of tea as well. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> and the lassie come up I was singing away and the lassie because I thought he goes do you want to end the drink and he's like do you want a tea and I went oh, I'll take a tea and I thought they were just going to bring me a cup but they brought the fucking full tray with all the <laughs> bits you've got to do yourself and the lassie came and went, like, and I'm singing oh, God. and she's like, like looking at me and I'm like I don't know what to do mate I'm fucking singing <laughs> He put it down somewhere. <laughs> to be fair, it's a pub. They're probably delighted to be able to use the tea set for oh, once. Good. <laughs> good couple. Ah, good stuff. Good. 
That's good. You've no, you've no made a Kanye West style arsey yourself then. No, that's still to come. No. Yeah. What did he do? Oh, oh he's he's, he's been busy, but he's uh, he's yeah. heavily featured in the bin. So oh, we'll leave okay. it till then. Right. He's just been Kanye West. He's just a massive thundercunt. Oh, he's a fucking idiot, isn't he? Boy's a tube. Aye, he's taken to a new level this week. So we can we can look forward to that. Anyone else been busy? What we've been doing? I've been off. I've been I've off. Not had any dates. No, nah. I've not been in a date the last. Well, you, week you or never. So. It's up to you if you want to update, I suppose. But um, you weren't here last week, so you never updated us on on your your week before. Oh, was I out in a date? Ah, you went in a date and you watched the whole season of Wednesday. Oh, did I not speak about that? No, you weren't oh, here no, last week. Oh, that's right. Aye, so yeah, went went to the lassie's house. She made me a curry, and like, I'm a wimp when it comes to curries. This thing was fucking swimming in jalapenos, <laughs> swimming. And I, I was a, like, I had a fucking shot right at my ass because I, I'm the same. <laughs> I can't I, take it. No, I'm like Korma. He's a he's a Korma. Some fruity and, and sweet. <laughs> uh, fucking, it's the only time. It's the only time I'll entertain fruit. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't know why it'd be rude. So Aye. I was eating it. I was like kind of picking the jalapenos out, but then some Aye. looked like peppers, and I was like, "Fuck, that was a jalapeno shit!" And I was like, my mouth was in fire. And then, <clears throat> as long as your ass wasn't it, she got me. She got me high on weed. Right. I couldn't feel my face at one point. Uh-huh. I actually apologised to her at one point. So I got turned around. <laughs> it felt like we were silent for hours, but it was maybe only like fifteen minutes. But that's the thing; it's your perception of time. I know it, it was just going. goes completely. That's exactly why I was there till three o'clock in the morning because mm. I didn't know what time it was. Aye. And uh, I turned around. I went, "I'm really sorry, by the way, if I'm on a bad date, but I'm fucking so high right now; it's unbelievable." <laughs> and she's just laughing at me. You know what I mean? Because my face was going. I was like, Ooh, like that. Uh, you're not even sure if you're speaking right no I know and uh, we put on that new Adams Family show Wednesday Mm -hmm. and uh, no we didn't just watch an episode or two we watched the full fucking thing (laughs) fucking (laughs) it's there to three o'clock in the morning and I was like "Eh, it's three o'clock I'll probably better get him she was good company but it's just no spark no spark but she was still pals I think I've actually made a few pals with this date and stuff that's good. folk I can keep on texting and talking to and that because uh, like part for bubbles hmm? part for bubbles bubbles <laughs> part for big bubbly squeak <laughs> aye. <laughs> aye. no no good pals for her what did uh, what did you think of it? do you even remember it no not really Wednesday. no I do remember some of it you do uh, don't no spoilers past episode 4 that's what I'm up to I, I just remember it being really really good yeah, I really enjoyed it, so it I'm absolutely loving it so uh, far I, I it's brilliant it. I thought that lassie playing the part played it really really well Jenna Ortega uh, she's brilliant she's g- really good in it and it's quite cool as well how it is quite uh, like focused I know it's called Wednesday but it's no a lot the family's not in it a lot really mm, it is yeah. just to do with her part in it yeah. which is quite cool because she's one of the more intriguing characters, I think, in the the Adams family. Especially, like you say, with her playing the role, like she's just yeah. absolutely she fucking blink. nails it. She does not blink for the full series, which is impressive. If you if you look that. out for that, she, you just not see her blink. Mm. We we watched the episode last night. This was minor spoilers, but not really. Uh, and I'd heard this in an interview or something like that, where it's the end of episode four, near the end of episode four, she's at a dance. Uh, and she just starts doing this like wild dancing and apparently none of that was scripted 
Like they just oh, said, aye, they just so everyone else was scripted, and they just said to her, just go out and do something mad, mm. and she basically improved it at the time. Apparently, well, that's cool. Um, she yeah, cool. also revealed in an interview that she has a subscription to Xbox Game Pass. So well, there you go. So she loves Incredible Value. She does love Incredible Value. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. But I suppose she's young, isn't she? So all mm. these. I don't know what age she is. She must be. She must be pretty young, though. She looks pretty young. Yeah, uh, she looks like twenties uh, or something like that. Mm. But no, I, I, I'm so far. I'm absolutely loving. It. I'm gutted. It's only eight episodes, and I'm really, really hoping. I think it will get another season. I hope so. Like yeah. it's, it's the number one show on Netflix just now. It's had good reviews. Yeah. It's an even better word of mouth. But you just you're never sure with Netflix. I know. You know but what I, mean? I think the fact that it's number one is mm. showing that people are watching it right away. Because yeah. that's the fear. Is even though if a lot of people watch it, you've got to watch it quite in a short window when mm-hmm. it comes out for Netflix to can almost count it Aye. if you like watch it maybe a month or two down the line they'll see that as a failure because you've not why have they not watched it right away where's the buzz why are they not watching it right when it's out well what a hero you were getting totally buzzed and watching the full fucking thing I can <laughs> I need to watch it again because I hardly remember it. Aye. <laughs> See, to be fair though, like it's one of these things that I probably would watch more than once. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know why, but I really, I just really like the Adams family. Like, I, how often do I stick on either one of the two '90s live action films? Like, I, I, I don't know why. I just put them uh, on quite the often. Vibe. Like, I really like. You just them. like the vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I so far I think it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So you are both watching it together. Yeah, watching mm-hmm. together. I, like I say, we're end of season, end of episode four, so we've got half it still to go. But uh, intriguing, yeah, it's good. And I don't think anything else has been happening. I've been off work all week, although it hasn't really felt like it. I've been busy, busy, busy. We're up in Glasgow, ring shopping, and then... Ring shopping? You know, you ring it. Well, Jess had her engagement ring, and she had her wedding ring, but I had to get one. Oh, right, okay. So... I couldn't wear jewellery. I've never worn jewellery in my life. Not one. Uh, it's going to be weird. See, like, obviously, I had to try it on when I was putting it on. Like, I've never had a ring on that finger, yeah. obviously. And I was like, this feels fucking weird. Strange, yeah. Uh, it's strange. Okay, you do it, please. <laughs> <laughs> don't know That's my mark. That's know. my man. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> but I Not know. long now. No, it's fucking 20 odd days. Yeah. But I know, other than that, just been chilling. Should be good, though. Should be a good day. If it's I, weather, I fucking like, hope so. Is, <laughs> if it's weather, weather, weather like this as well, like a nice kind of brisk yeah, yeah. day, it'll be, it'll be nice for the photos yeah, and stuff. Definitely. As long as it's cold. Mm-hmm. Bring, on the, bring on the fucking cold. Mm-hmm. So, games. Games, yes, games. That's what we're here to talk about. Games, glorious games. Tell me about some games, Jessica. Which one? What, what do you want to talk about? Whatever you've got. Well, I've got Destiny Dreamlight Valley because obviously, still playing that. obviously there was a new update, so that had to get played. Um, yeah, so we've now got this Toy Story expansion, which dropped on Tuesday and available on the platform. So we've got Buzz and Woody. I believe there's also Stitch. I've not came across him from Lilo and Stitch. Um, right. And there's a new Star Path, which is like festive themed. So I've got myself a cute little Santa outfit. Right. Um, and obviously they have released patch notes for, you know, the changes that they've had to implement since there's been lots of bugs and all that stuff. So mm. running a bit smoother, eh? Yeah, I would is say so. Is one it still the beta that's Yeah, it's really since until next year. Um but yeah, Christoph's stall now includes um iron ingots and they were hard to source before or you mm. had to yeah, so now I can buy them. All good. 
Oh well. So, not that you know what that means, but <laughs> I can enough to piece it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I've been continuing with Need for Speed Unbound. Um, I spoke about it last week and enjoying it. I think I have like an hour left, maybe, of my little demo. Right. Not demo. What is it? Free. I had a ten-hour trial. Ten-hour trial. Um. And are you? You will be done by then. Probably. I mean, it's the kind of, I might dip in and out of it, like if I had it. But I don't know. I'm not. I don't want to buy. I don't have a real need to buy it. It is like I don't know. Like I spoke last week. Like it's kind of what we thought, and it? it's good. But yeah, you're just going to play Forza if you're, if you're that fucking into, if you're wanting a racing game. I think the only way it's really distinguishing itself from the kind of rest of its competitors is by the sort of comic book graffiti mix with reality that they're the kind of art style that they're going for rather mm-hmm. than the photorealism that everyone else is doing. But that's not enough to Aye. hook me in, you know? Yeah. Plus the thing is with EA as well, so you get ten hours free just now and then most games after six months hit Game Pass mm. through EA Play. So you're talking, I mean, it'll be, if, as long as you're not chomping at the bit to continue, then I would say by May, June next year, it's going to be it's going to be a part of the, yeah. the service well, and so, you'll be able to play it for as long as you want. It's kind of like cel-shaded. So the characters behind the wheel are cel-shaded and then like the kind of exhaust the fumes oh, weird, are... It? Or as well, but then the rest of it's kind of. I so the car, the cars look realistic, but then the sort of fumes and everything that comes off them and the like screeches oh, and stuff right. like that are not. That's quite cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good idea for something different. I would say. Yeah, yeah, it has only managed seventeenth place in the UK physical charts after its first week, so. Um, it's not a good start but we no. said that we said it wasn't going to sell very well. No. If you give folk a ten-hour trial of a racing game, you're not going yeah. to sell massive numbers. No, it's enough time for people to make up their minds either way, isn't it? Aye, mm. it would have to be a spectacular game. Mm. So what about you, Andy? Uh, I've been playing FIFA, actually. I've got FIFA. How are you finding it? Uh, not great, to be mm. honest. It's, something about it just doesn't feel... I don't know, just feels dead floaty, the, the gameplay in that. Not no. enough, sort of like... I don't know. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't. If, um, it's no gripping me this year, which is annoying. I think uh, we sort of thought this might kind of happen because it was the last year of FIFA. I like I want. I know that uh, there's no way they've sabotaged it or anything like that. No, but aye, I, they just didn't just really have the incentive, did they? No, it doesn't feel as good. Doesn't feel as like when you're passing that. There's no weight. Doesn't feel mm. as if there's any weight behind it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and the shooting just doesn't feel powerful. I don't know. It's obviously FIFA's fucking rife with features and it's got all the all the stuff, but the gameplay, the most important bit, is let it do, I think. So ah, and I mean that's what you need them to nail. They fucking yeah. need to nail it. Like they they brought out the World Cup mode and it's a bit lackluster as well. Like yeah. not that I mean I don't be wrong, I don't think there's people it's, it's like a catch-22 because I don't think there is anyone that's sitting there going, I can't believe every Qatari stadium isn't in it. <laughs> I mean, there is folks saying that, but they're saying it because they want all the content there, but no one's sitting going, I, like, I can't believe this stadium. You wouldn't, I mean, you uh, could fucking throw 
15 generic stadiums together nobody would have a fucking clue because they've all been erected in the last year and a half and they're all getting fucking knocked down in a month remember they they used to bring out a separate game for the World Cups Mm -hmm. and you, it would almost be like a FIFA 2.0. Aye. Because it would be like kind of what they're working on for the next FIFA. Yeah. And it would always be like kind of better than the FIFA. And it was hard to kind of go back to FIFA for the yeah. rest of the year. Because like if you wanted to play club football, mm-hmm. but you were used to playing the World Cup one. Yeah. And I forget what one it was, but I love those scenarios. 2014, got, I think it oh, was. it was so good. I mean, it's such a simple thing that you still do it. 2010. They could do it in FIFA and do like uh, FA Cup scenarios and all that kind of shit. And just it's like, oh, that's 10 minutes left, you're 2 0 down. But the actual score was the team came back to beat them 3 2 or something. So you've you got have to, to do that. You've got to recreate that and you've got to like, score with the correct people or stuff. Aye. All that kind of stuff. I just, I get lost in that kind of. Yeah. But it's so simple, they should do stuff like that again. <clears throat> but aye, it's not the best FIFA game. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I, I loved when they used to do those in, like, kind of interstitial games. Like, they were always, mm. they always had, like, it was like a, almost like a window into what they were going to do yep. for the next FIFA game and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And this is why, like, I don't know, it's one of the reasons why I prefer, like, I know you have to pay for it in Focal Arts, a ripoff, but I don't know, you're getting innovation because they're having to justify a new game. Yeah, and this Whereas is this, they just put a skin. Aye. On the top. Exactly. Mm. And this is why I'm worried about, like, if FIFA does go to, like, a platform, because what's mm. their fucking incentive going to be to update gameplay? They'll just keep updating kits mm. and fucking mm. haircuts. I get lazy. Aye. But yeah, no, I, I, agree, I totally agree with the gameplay. I, I ne- thought that as well. It's too light. The next iteration, though, is going to be the first proper next-gen one. So that'll be hopefully interesting. Like, isn't it really? It's going to be the next one. It's just for next-gen, hopefully. Well, I, I mean, we don't know yet, I suppose. Uh, like, it depends. Maybe they will still release it for the old ones. I don't know what they're going to do. But I hope that would be nice. current gen now. We don't oh, call it Oh, aye, very good. Oh, that's right. Apologies. <laughs> We're in it. <laughs> yeah. right. Callisto Protocol. Do we oh. want to talk about this? Because it has been dividing opinion. Oh, really? Some people like it. Some people do not. Yeah, it mm-hmm. has been. Yeah, I, I, I just... I think when the reviews were coming up and no one really knew when the embargo was and it was getting later and later and later and that's sometimes like a, not a great sign and so eventually I think it lifted as the game dropped. Um, in fact, it did. It lifted, mm-hmm. yeah, right as the game dropped at five o'clock on the Friday morning and I suppose it depends what you're expecting. I think it's sitting around about a 76, 77 at the moment on Metacritic, which, look, it's a new, it's the team's first game. It's a new IP. It's, it's good. Like from what I've played, I think it's really good. I've not had a chance to play as much as I would have wanted to, but it seems to be a game that everyone's just got a strong opinion on. Like it's not to say that everyone either loves it or hates it. There's people in the Mm. middle, but. It just seems to have evoked some sort of anger in people. And so, like, I'd put up a tweet. So, first of all, the game isn't full price. It's like £54 rather than the 70 that would be digital, right. right? But people were raging when they found out it was only 12 hours. They're expecting us to pay full price and it's a 12-hour game. 
Right, but if it's a fucking really good twelve hours, like exactly. do you know what I mean? Like experience what, you're paying for. Aye, would you want them to fucking tack on a multiplayer that, that's shy or like just for the sake of? Aye, make it open world when it shouldn't be an open world game. Like sometimes yeah. games are a linear experience. If it's a fucking good twelve hours, then fine. Yeah. Plus, it's not fucking seventy quid. It's fifty four. Um, so is that how long it is? Roughly twelve hours. Aye, roughly about twelve hours. I think so. I'll, I'll read out a few of the, the bits of feedback we got asked earlier what people thought uh, and I just pulled a few so we've got Squidly who said I don't know, for me to have picked this up it definitely needed to score higher by reviewers that I follow there are too many good games I haven't played I may get this on sale but to get it day one you would really need to knock it out of the park, It's gaming is too competitive just now uh, Recusant Holton said I am enjoying it though the game design that re- though a game design that requires enemy AI to allow for agile movement from the player is odd. It's not bad, just strange. It never feels like you're moving with any urgency until an enemy swings at you. Overall, though, great game, fantastic atmosphere. And then Xanarkland said, first game I've looked forward to all year and I've loved every minute of it. So it's like a kind of bunch of sort of different opinions. Like I've I've seen people saying they're absolutely loving it. We had Donnie who's doing the review for the website, uh, Afterlife host Donnie. He says, and I don't know if he was genuine with this, but he said it's the worst game he's played this year. Wow. So he didn't like it. And it just seems to, I don't know. It, it just seems to elaborate. Really, well, no, I'm waiting for the review. We'll find out. But mm. um, yeah, I just, I, I've played about an hour and a half so far and I get the... I get the chat about the movement. Like it's very, it's the complete opposite to FIFA. Like you're, move, you can feel the weight of the character moving. Right. Like it's the th- it's third person, but it's very over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I do prefer when the camera's a wee bit further back because it feels like you know that way when like half the screen's been taken up by the character's back. Right. It's a little bit like that. So sometimes, like if there's multiple enemies coming at you, you're like, right, I can't fucking see where all these guys are. Mm. Um, and so the way the combat works, I don't have a gun yet, but I've just started chapter three. Um, the way the combat works is do not have a gun, not yet. You've got like this electro electronic prison. Isn't it? Well, the start of it certainly is. You get taken right. to a prison, then all things go to shit when you're asleep, right? And you wake up and it's carnage. Um, and it seems like humans that have been turned into monsters. That are attacking you. That old chestnut. <laughs> but you don't know why or what the fuck's going on. No. And so the way the combat works is you don't have a dodge button, but if you hold left or right, when they go to attack, you will dodge. Mm. But you can't dodge the same direction two times in a row. So if there was an enemy coming towards you, you would hold the D-pad, the left D-pad to the left, and it's automatically, as soon as they swing, you'll dodge it. But then when they come on another swing, you'd have to go to the right. Otherwise, you would just get hit, even if you're still holding to the left. Okay, that's weird. Which is kind of strange. The combat is very, very meaty. Like, there's blood going everywhere. Every time you beat an enemy, you're literally getting blood dripping off your fucking nose. And then it slowly starts to go away. So it's very, like, visceral, very gory, really cool. To the point where I think, like, is it not like some banned in Japan or something like that? Or I think it did get banned some, in Japan. Yeah, they said. I think they, they said it was just too gory, mm. um, which surely, will obviously probably just make it sell better. Doing the settings. Aye, but I don't think the developers were willing to 
compromise. Amanda or something, I don't know. Something like that. I mean, look, at the end of the day, it'll just end up selling better in Japan because folk will just buy it digitally, which they can do anyway. Yeah, this, v- this creates word of mouth, doesn't it? Buzz. Uh, just do it with so. a VPN, and as long as they, they'll have the Labour Party over there, so it should be all right. Did you see about that? No. Apparently the Labour Party are talking about banning VPNs in the UK. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That'll go down well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, fucking idiots. But yeah, so it, it, look, it's very dead space. The game is very, very dead space. But Which is not a bad thing. It's certainly not a bad thing. I think when dead, the Dead Space remake comes out next year, early next year, it's going to probably mop the floor with it. I do think that will happen. But so far, I can't, like, I really like it so far. And I don't know, some of, like, I trust Donnie's opinion, like, what he says, I think, like, he's obviously came to that conclusion from something, and Mm -hmm. so maybe I'll feel the same by the end. So I'll need to, I want to try and smash through it in the next couple of days to get a better opinion. But so far, I I really enjoy it. Um, But yeah, I'll be playing more shortly. Uh, I've also played a new game called Hubris, which is a PC VR game. I hadn't heard of it before, but when I got offered a code, I looked up the trailer and they were saying it's the best graphics in VR to date. So I was like, I was like, I'm for a bit of that. Um, and yeah, so far it's fucking beautiful. It's like a kind of sci-fi style game. You get dropped in this really lush looking planet. You've got a harpoon gun and you're shooting underwater. You've got to kill all these sort of jellyfish and you take pieces of them to create it's like it's a, a mix between like a shooter and then like an adventure climbing game there's a lot of climbing involved and how does that feel virtually <laughs> it feels really good but there's this one thing right the first thing that happens is the reason you have to kill these jellyfish you kill them and then each one of them drops like an arm like a what it's not an arm, it's a tentacle a tentacle so you pick them up and then you climb up this mountainside and there's like a machine and each time you put one of the arms in there it shoots out this thing that I swear to god you can look it up it looks like a fucking dildo right like a, <laughs> a proper jelly one and you can hold it's got two it's got like a knob on each end it's like a lesbian oh, and the one the dildo is made from uh, uh, you, know the, you know the proper lesbian ones jellyfish tentacles of course uh, why are you looking like, at me when you say that the proper, les- <laughs> the proper lesbian ones where they scissor so it's like that but it's obviously like it's you can jiggle it about so it's not hard right it's mm-hmm. like a flaccid mm-hmm. one well, uh, and so you're holding this thing at both ends and it's just fucking filth. Um, and so, That's just where your mind's at. Oh, it's obviously not. I will boot it up. Tell me. Tell me. Any, I, dare, I defy anybody to tell me <laughs> that they see anything other than that. Right, I'll make a video. Okay. I'm into mm. that now. And so <laughs> what you do is you get these things and you attach it at one end and then you have to chuck it over and it'll attach to the other side and then you use it as like a rope to get across places. Mm. Um, use the job as a rope. Yep. And it the seems, job they'll do. And it seems pretty cool so far. Like I say, I need to play more, but again, probably maybe halfway through it and it seems pretty good. Mm. Uh, Are you going to snip this section and send it to the develop- developers and let them know your thoughts? They know it's a fucking dildo, right? There's no denying it's a dildo. I'll fucking make a video tomorrow. There's, right. there's no denying it's a dildo. Okay. Um, another VR game I've been playing is The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution, which is a fucking mouthful. Uh, it's the sequel to The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, which was one of the best VR games ever. 
ever. Like it's just the graphics are a lot like the Telltale Walking Dead games, but it's like a survival horror and just the attention to detail in it the gameplay is fucking tremendous like you literally with one hand can just like grab a zombie's head and hold it in place and then like stick like a fork right through their eye hmm. it's you can chop their heads off their arm you can like chop grab a zombie by the arm chop his arm off and then batter the fuck out his pal with it like it's fucking great it's really good <laughs> any dildos in that one no i think there is <laughs> are you interested now no no 2022 the year of the dildo <laughs> <laughs> um, the problem with this so we got sent a code through on launch day and I, I did find it strange that there wasn't codes available before launch uh, it's only out on Quest 2 at the moment and it's coming to PC VR and PS VR 2 next year but I don't think it was quite ready so I installed it on Friday or I thought I had I tried to boot it up but it wouldn't install properly mm. Uh, I left it for a couple of days. Then yesterday I tried to install it again. It kept stopping. I was like, what the fuck is this? So today, twice I tried. The second time it finally did install. So that was the third time trying to install Fourth, sorry, time trying to install it. I loaded it up. It crashed at the main menu. Then the next time I loaded it up, I did actually get into it. And when I get into the game, it's fucking brilliant. It's really good. It's as good as the other one, but better in almost every way. Fluid, more fluid movement, better graphics, the whole lot. But I went through the first area... I got to the guy I was supposed to see and he says, give me the blueprints that you took from that other area. I opened my backpack, there's fucking nothing there. I picked up like 10 items, I open it up, there's fucking nothing there. And the guy's just standing there going... You got a hole in your backpack? Maybe. That's what it is. So the guy's just standing there with his fucking hand out going, and then the wee thing pops up like a wee hint saying open your backpack and give him it out your backpack. I'm like, there's nothing. I'm open my backpack and it says at the bottom, zero items. I'm like, there's nothing there, mate. I don't have the fucking backpack. And at that point, I was just like, I just need to put this off just now. I don't know if there's a patch coming or or what, but like, obviously I've said a lot of negative stuff here. Like, it doesn't seem to be working very well, but don't sleep on it. It's a fucking amazing game. Like, I know it will be fucking tremendous. It's just, for for whatever reason, it's not working at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a a bit of a bummer. While I was waiting for that to install, I played a bit more Walkabout Mini Golf. Still one of the best VR yeah, games. Yeah, I played it recently. It's awesome, really man. It's so good. Like obviously, we went uh, mini golfing recently, and it's the first time I'd done it IRL for <laughs> years, and it's IRL. fun in, in real life. life. Oh. oh, for fuck's sake! Can <laughs> just say that. <laughs> And like, I don't know, mini golf's not really something you think about, but then you play it and you're like, this is really fun. And so, like, I don't know, that just brought me back. Like, the physics in it are fucking excellent. What a game, man. They just keep adding new courses. Like, and they're so well designed. They're so cool. The graphics are cool. I really need to, I know a few folk that have got it and I want to play some multiplayer. And I really hope it comes to PSVR too. Because mm-hmm. I'd love to get like a wee league going or something like that. It's just, it's such a fun game. Uh, and yeah, just aside from that, I've been continuing on with Soccer Story, Pentiment, Ragnarok, uh, just kind of slowly making my way through it and enjoying them all. You pointed out to me that uh, Pentiment's got a big head mode. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Don't know what it is. Like, it's a great game anyway, 
Um, but I'm at the point a little bit further in where there's more wit starting to come in mm-hmm. and like see a witty line from your character, it fucking lands double a big head. Have you kept big head mode on then? Aye. Right, okay. aye. It's a scale, it's not just big head mode or wee head mode, yeah, there's like a slider. So you can, you can have it a wee bit bigger or you can have it like a fucking uh, Funko Pop. Mm. And I've got it like a Funko Pop. <laughs> Quality stuff, man. Yeah, I'm glad I've... Uh, you know entertained you further with the game by letting you know that information i really want to like record like a minute or two of it and then just dub over it with my own voice like (laughs) saying something because it would just land brilliantly and i'm hilarious so (laughs) (laughs) see indeed (laughs) indubitably so last week we spoke about Christmas games. We mentioned a few and we also asked if you if you the listeners had any further Christmas games that you could enlighten us with. Um Craig has also made a Christmas games video which you can check out, out on YouTube. Yes, I have. Detailing some of the games. But yeah, we had a few right in. So Misty said, Dead Rising 4 for me is a great Christmas game. You can just switch your mind off and destroy endless amounts of zombies. That was featured in the video. Is that like a mm. moat? Was it the whole game's not Christmas, is it? The whole game's set, set at Christmas, Christmas yeah. aye. Is it? Okay. But there also is Christmas DLC, which you're going about like fucking gingerbread men and stuff like that. Um, Dave said the Hitman Home Alone content is so good, you'd think Harry and Marv would be the main event, but it's the map itself. It looks amazing. It does. That made the, the top villain on the video. Mm. Spoilers. Spoilers. But... Uh, <laughs> The, the the Hitman DLC, the Christmas stuff, is fucking great. It's the Paris map. Do you remember the Paris map with the uh, fashion show in mm. Hitman? Mm-hmm. So they've repurposed that. Mm-hmm. And it's the same party, but they've got Christmas trees everywhere and decorations. It looks mm. so fucking cool. But your targets are Harry and Marv. And uh, that's cool. And Santa like appears in different places. And if uh, you're quick enough, you can run up and just fucking nail him and take his costume. <laughs> and then you can run around by Santa axe, just fucking leathering folk. Um, Jambo89 said I can't be arsed with Christmas and don't need reminded of it in my games so not, right, Scrooge. not a fan oh, dear dear and Aidan said hearing you mention days before Christmas on the podcast unearthed a childhood memory of getting the game for Christmas on the Mega Drive and feeling personally attacked that we don't get snowy Christmases I need to move to Europe ah uh, yeah uh, this game initially only launched in like Australia and it's never made it to America. Fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. Get so up, you America. I had a little shot of Animal Crossing. They started a Christmas event? Sort of. Right. So I don't have any snow on my island yet. It's all just like a Sleep. brownie mush colour. Right. Um, but I went into the shop and they've got it decorated. There's a Christmas tree outside. They've got, stuff, you know, like snowflake bunting inside but then also in the shop today was a deck chair to buy right so did you get a discount because it's like out of season stuff i mean i didn't check the price but i was like has it turned into a tk max (laughs) 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 yeah so that was my experience so it's it's not quite full festive yet and i don't think i think it kicks off like the 10th or the 12th or something i was trying to investigate this if you've invested time in it you've probably picked up all the Christmas shit for last year. Uh-huh, did you put your did you put your fucking Animal Crossing decorations away last year? Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking need to get them out the loft. <laughs> take fucking, them in it's gonna take fucking for ages. We have to get them out of my house, put them in the oh. inventory, and then I'm gonna have to fucking Who put, put them up. these lights away. <laughs> They're in a ball. <laughs> 
yeah, that was my experience. Yeah, my experience was visit, revisiting the, the Hitman DLC that I just spoke about. It's fucking great, man. If you own that Paris map, it's available now for everyone. Like, it's not, it doesn't cost, it's no extra money or anything. You can just play it, you need to try it out. It's, okay, yeah. Even if you don't want to play Hitman, just walking about the level, like, it's fucking gorgeous, man. It looks so good. The graphics in that game are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I also played, I did try the Grinch PS1 game for like five minutes. It's it's a PS1 third person fucking like platformer and it's not great. Mm. It's tough. Yeah. As I mentioned, go check out the YouTube video if you want to see some Christmas games and take your pick up from that. Um, while you're there, you can also visit puredeadgaming.com and check out our new reviews on the website. So we have the Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil and Me Review by SJ, and Craig has also done Jurassic World Aftermath. Yes. Yes. Okay, time for this week's news. News, news, always believe in the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging So, first up, starting December 6th and running through December 12th, as part of ID at Xbox, you'll be able to play over 20 demos of upcoming unreleased games for Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One. These include Thirsty Suitors, Tin Hearts, Rhythm Sprout and Inculinati. Yeah. That that? La- that last one does sound kind of cool, but I put it in there to try and see you pronounce it. it. I, I just put it in for it. fuckery. Yeah. Did I nail it? Try it again. Ink. Ink. Illuminati. You somehow <laughs> fucked it worse the second time. <laughs> it sounds as if you're trying to say Illuminati. Yeah. I think well, it is meant to be a play on that, except it's Inculinati. And Kulinati, maybe. Uh, yeah, this is quite cool. They did this last year. It's games that are all coming out next year, and Xbox have got like I think it's twenty two in total, uh, and they've got demos for them. And so you've got this week to try them out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, I've downloaded. They only went live a couple of minutes before we started recording tonight, so I haven't played any of them yet. But I'm, I've downloaded Thirsty Suitors, which is being published by Annapurna, I think. So straight away, you know, it's going to be fucking quality. Uh, downloaded Tin Hearts. You had a look at the yeah, I like the trailer that for that and like yeah. the look of it. Um, and there was also one called Wave Break. It says it's not live yet, but it looks really fun. And it's described as the world's first skateboating game. Okay. So instead of skateboarding, you're in a boat. I don't know if it's like a wee boat or, but it looks quite cool. From what I saw, it was very brief, but uh, I'll be taking a look at that as well. Okay. Next up, popular leaker The Snitch has teased yet another announcement that will be made in the near future. On Twitter, The Snitch posted an image of San Francisco, Las Vegas and Los Angeles. The image is seemingly a nod to the Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC taking place in these locations. Insider Gaming, Tom Henderson's new site, has said that the new DLC is expected to release in April 2023. Cool. I still... I've never played the DLC for the first Horizon game. They made, like, some snowy DLC. I can't... I can never remember what it's called. 
But I was just, I was done. We've spoken about this before, but I was done with the game by then. I was already moved on, yeah. Aye. It's hard for me to get into DLC because of that. Yeah. You've, you've moved on to another game by the time, and you kind of feel as if, even though it's not that hard really, but you like, got to learn the controls again. Aye, but I, I think as well, like, because I, I remember someone made the argument with me, they were like, right, but if they brought out a sequel, you'd play that. And I'd be yeah. like, aye, but that would be like starting from scratch. Yeah. Like a lot of the time, when you get these DLCs, they start, they kind of continue on from the main game. So mm-hmm. you're fighting against end level enemies and you're like, but I don't remember the fucking yeah. controls. It's almost as if you've paused it for a month or two Aye. and then kind of went back to it. And it's, nah, that's it's just right. harder to do, isn't it? But I mean, see to, see, to be fair, like I did start playing Horizon on PS4 because um, I didn't have the greatest experience in PS5 with the performance so I about a month ago I'd restarted it on PS4 and I, I've got about 15 hours in and so I'm slowly making my way through it so I might try and time that so that I finish it mm. <laughs> like because I mean there's that much other shit anyway that I could take my time with it you know what I mean yeah. and try and time it so that I finish it when the DLC comes and then it will just feel like a continuation mm-hmm. um, but yeah Sounds cool it's like coming plan. great plans that never work out mm. I'll be dead by then as soon as you've put the ring on it, then I'll be worth more dead than alive. Don't say that. I just want people to know if anything happens to me, it he's was got, her. He's got a honeymoon planned. No. No, not at the moment. Oh. January's not exactly the best time. No, no. To be fair. <laughs> when you've got two little life ruiners as well. Okay. Monster Hunter Rise is set for PS5, PS4, Xbox Series and Xbox One on January 20th. And even better, the game will be available on Xbox and PC Game Pass from launch. Interestingly, the title will be digital only, at least at launch, with no physical version announced. You ever played a Monster Hunter game? I've never touched. Yes, I've tried to. Uh, When I had that Boomerang Rentals, I got one through there. And it just seemed so daunting. A wee bit, uh, a wee bit. Monster Hunter much. World was it? Yeah, uh, it was actually. Yeah, it just seemed a bit much. Too, and it's quite. It's it's like a kind of more Japanese mm. type. So it was just a bit very quirky, and uh, it wasn't very like intuitive. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, it took a lot of learning. Aye. And it was just about aye. aye. Very specific weapons to take on yeah. very specific enemies. I mean, the idea is cool as fuck. Aye. It sounds like a, it, it should work. I should enjoy that. Yeah. But I was just getting into it. It was really, really hard. That's the thing. I, I don't think it is overly accessible. But then at the same time, mm. like, I was looking at it, it and it's. well. Uh, well, I it's like, so the series to date, so this is across all games, has sold roughly 90 million units. Yeah. It's Capcom's best-selling franchise ever. Mm. Keep in mind they've got fucking Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, Crazy. So, yeah, I mean, it's a huge get for Game Pass as well because this game has only ever been on the Switch and the PC. So the fact that it's on Game Pass Day 1, like, loads of folk will fucking dive into that. Um, it's an absolute bastard for EA, but they've got a game. So because Monster Hunter Rise was only on the Switch and obviously uh, a lot of gamers just don't want to fucking use the switch because it's a switch um because of that there was a kind of gap in the market and so ea have got a team making a game called wild hearts which is a similar type of game because mm. they know these games are fucking huge these kind of hunting games like yeah. 
think there's like Call of the Wild and stuff like that as well, like actual proper hunting games. And because there's a bit of a gap in the market, they're bringing out this game. It's coming out, I think, the 16th of February next year. And so they were all set. And then Monster Hunters just went, fuck you, we're bringing our thing to everything in January. Mm. <laughs> if you were on that Wild Hearts team, you'd be like, you Fuckers. fucking pricks. You fucker. <laughs> Low blow. <clears throat> That's what it is, though. Very true. So the old school PlayStation Plus lineup for December has been announced. These games will be available to add to your library for the whole of December and will remain yours as long as you have a PS Plus Essential or higher subscription. The games are as follows. Mass Effect, Legendary Edition, Divine Knockout and Biomutant. Yeah, we we played Biomutant a bit at launch. I really wanted to like that game, but Same. it was just wasn't very good. I I, I don't know. I, apparently, it has improved quite a bit since launch, but I don't mm. know. It was just I had in my head the type of game it was going to be. And it just didn't live up to it. It was made. I think it was just to me. It seemed like I think it was made by a team of like twenty people, right. and I think the scope was just too much. Like mm. I played like maybe six, seven hours of it, and they were still introducing new mechanics and new gameplay elements. And I'm like, you didn't need to do this much. Yeah. And the world was twice the size it needed to be as well. Like well, that's it, usually the argument we have in it. It just I there was don't be wrong, it's not like it was empty, but there was just it didn't need to be that size, it didn't need to be No. I I don't know. It, it just didn't click for me. I know a lot of folk did enjoy it, but it didn't click Is for Nathan me. Has never played it? No. He would maybe like he it. He would like it, although yeah. I'll try to get him to play it in the news quite a challenge. Ah, he's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Fucking, he played Pokemon for the fucking every Pokemon game he's played for like three hundred hours. But you're like, play stray, nut. He's back playing Spyro, and he was like, Spyro. "Ad went out for the afternoon, and he's like, Mum, see the whole time you were out, I was trying to find one gem in Spyro.' <laughs> <laughs> That's why you want to spend your time like doing something. <laughs> continue. But he's he's completed yeah. Spyro like fucking ten times. Mm. You're like, Look there's other games new. like Spyro that's a new experience, Nathan. But he just He'll fucking learn. won't do it. Aye. He'll learn. That, uh, on that PS Plus lineup, the Divine Knockout game, that's coming day one. It's like a third, so it's like a third person, it's like Smash Brothers, except it's 3D and third person. It looks quite fun, but I hate those kind of, I think it's six person brawling games, like mm. if it's just folk, there's too many 10 year olds slapping their controller as hard mm-hmm. as they can and yeah. Nope. In theory, it looks good, but I don't think I'll check it out. Okay, next up. The Witcher developer CG Project Red has described the upcoming remake of the series' first game as a story driven single player open world RPG, a modern reimagining of 2007's The Witcher. This is a departure from the original's more linear style and suggests the remake will take on a more Witcher 3 style of game. What do we think about that? You'll get folk that are pissed off that it's not going to be the same, mm. but then I suppose it gives returning fans a reason to go back yeah. if there's more stuff in it. I, I enjoy the series, so... yeah, You'll, you'll probably be checking out the remake, won't you? Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be ready for years, yeah. obviously, but... I am kind of torn. Like, I do... I think they should add new stuff into it, but at the same point, they probably shouldn't make it a like hundred and twenty hour Witcher three style game because if they do, 
I think the original game was like a 20, 30 hour thing. So if they do that, it'll not even be the same game by the time they're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sticking with CG Project, and at an investor meeting in Warsaw, the CEO of CG Project, Adam Kaczynski, revealed that there are intentions to release a Cyberpunk 2077 Game of the Year edition in 2023 following the launch of Phantom Liberty and the application of another, quote, substantial update. That is fucking ballsy, isn't it? Releasing a Game of the Year edition for Cyberpunk. Yeah. I fucking love the game, but that's that's on the nose, that. Yeah. <laughs> Considering the absolute fucking state of the game when it launched, that's worse than when Far Cry 6 said they were bringing out a Game of the Year edition. I get what they're doing, like it's going to be all the DLC included, but just yeah. call it a definitive edition and don't yeah. bring that sort of fucking hatred on yourself. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure nobody gave it Game of the Year. Okay, wrap up time for a few other bits of news. So Final Fantasy 16 will include hate crimes, drugs and prostitution according to its age rating. That definitely makes sense as to why our Discord's really looking forward to it. That's kind of their bag. Is there dildos in it too? Um, of course. Disney Speedstorm has unsurprisingly been delayed out of 2022 and developer Gameloft has only committed to a 2023 launch window. I take it you'll be checking that out. I mean, yeah. It's the same thing. Dreamlight the... Valley has had the success it has. It, you know, it's a bit, yeah, it's a cart racer, you know, I'm going to check it out and it's Disney, so, you know. Yeah, it's the same folk as well, like, they've proved that they can do this and make it, make a fist of it, so the trailer of it actually looked really fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, we also have stylish first person shooter Neon White has been announced for PS4 and 5 and will launch December 13th. That's meant to be really good. There's a rumour, it's not been announced for Xbox yet. But there was a rumour the other day that it will be and that it will come to Game Pass day one. So it could what? come to Game Pass in the second half of December. Uh, Neon White. It's like mm-hmm. a first-person shooter. It's almost like... It's kind of speed-based, so you're trying to get through the levels like as fast as you can. It's not the same as like mm-hmm. uh, Mirror's Edge, but it's a kind of it gave me Mirror's Edge vibes really? um, with a more stylish art style. It looks cool, It does, and it re- reviewed really high on the Switch. Like it's... I think it would be in the top 20 highest reviewed games this year. Highest rated games this year, sorry. For Halo fans, the Infinite's lead multiplayer director, Tom French, is leaving 343 Industries, apparently. I think by the time they make a new game, it's going to be like almost a completely new different team. team. Yeah. I think they've just... It seems like there's no indication if he was chucked out or he walked out or whatever, but it seems like they're having to start again. <laughs> Like, let's just fucking torch the whole fucking place and then start again. And finally, two rumours and a tease that will either be proven true or BS mere hours after the earliest possible time you could be listening to this at the Game Awards. First up, EA has begun ramping up the Star Wars Jedi Survivor marketing ahead of the Game Awards. As such, you can expect a trailer and very possibly a release date. It also looks like we'll be getting similar treatment for Diablo 4 with a trailer and release date being touted. Even more exciting though, according to Insider Gaming, a PlayStation Store API on the back end refers to a Diablo 4 open beta being prepared for an unknown future date. 
And as for the tease, 505 Games and Epic have a Game Awards announcement. All we have seen so far is the picture. So that's the picture that 505 have teased for the Game Awards. 505? Yeah. Who have they made again? Well, they're they're to do with Take Two. So some folks are saying GTA, but it won't be because that would be Rockstar. You wouldn't have, it wouldn't be 505 Games that were doing that. The rumours were, or the things that people are getting behind, some folk were saying sleeping dogs, but I just, I'm not that lucky. There's no way. Like, I would fucking drop my kegs right now if there was a sleeping just dogs too. Just talking like the branding and some of the buildings. I was thinking maybe Max Payne, because it is 505 that are doing that. Like, they'll be publishing that. And we know that they're doing a a remake of Max Payne 1 and 2. So I was thinking they would maybe show that off. But... All will be revealed from Thursday. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. By the time this podcast goes live, it will be about fucking eight hours before the Game Awards start. So anyone listening to this is probably going to be, it was fucking Bubsy 4D, a dick... I can't think either. I can't either. I'll say Max Payne, just because, I don't know. The the most, I put it up on Twitter and I said, what do you think this is? And the most replies we got were Sleeping Dogs too. but just, I'm, I, I'm think, I, think, I think folk are just trying to mess with me. I'd fucking lose my shit if I Sleeping Dogs 2 got announced. <laughs> okay, that's all for this week's news then. I'm sure next week there will be lots off the back of the Game Awards, so... Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on that. It's time now for everyone's favourite, Get in the Bin. Johnny, did you put out the bin? I did, yeah, I did. Get your little wheelie bin and push all of your rubbish in. You better hurry, don't be late. They'll soon be outside of your gate. Are the bin men coming? Are the bin men coming? As the cry of every woman, will the bin men come today? What are you doing? Fix myself. He's got ants in his pants. <laughs> I have to get <laughs> fucking settled, get my boys in place for getting the bin. Right, okay, it's okay. Get them up so you don't sit in them. Mm-hmm. So it's time for getting the bin where we take your nominations, we discuss them and we plop something in the smelly bin. First up this week, Alan, aka El Pepe. Is he still there or is he... Changed his name. You can't change it because it was me that changed it to El uh, Pepe. See, I'm, I'm starting to lose track on Discord because people change their names so often now. I've, I'm struggling sometimes to work out who's who. It takes me a while to go, oh, okay, that's who that is. Aye, but it's even worse just now because everyone's either pro France or against France <laughs> because England are playing France at the yeah. weekend. And so everyone's got their fucking profile picture and their name is some form of that. Yeah. Can we just go back to normal names, please? Thanks. Um, Alan, first up then, has said trying to organise groups of people to do something at the same time. Yeah. I think, to be fair, as we age, people have children and hobbies and things that, you know, so I can understand if you're trying to get a group of people together, it it is difficult. As someone that tries to organise a game of fives twice a week, mm. I can attest to the fact that it is fucking difficult. Yeah. I usually probably message about between 30 and 40 people to try and get 10 people for a game of fives and 
I mean, we're supposed to be playing on Thursday. I've got six folk. That is the laziness I that folk have got to. Right? You're in. <laughs> uh, seven folk. Right. <laughs> Tam says, people who make a new save state every time they save a game. Such a waste of precious storage. No, I'll, I'll overwrite everything. Yeah, I, I have a couple. You do that thing as well, don't you? Have a couple of different ones, at yeah. different points in case something fucks up. I, I usually, I usually go with yeah. kind of three rolling saves, mm. and I always save over the oldest one. Yeah, and I do it for two reasons: one, it's if I miss a trophy and I have to go back, mm. and two, because I genuinely have had things where my save files got corrupt, and then you're fucked. Whereas, yeah. like, if you save every hour and you rotate, then you only have to play an hour. Exactly. But yeah, if you're Makes making sense to me, if you're making twenty different save files, you're a fucking lunatic. Mm. At this day and age, I think back when you, you had, had a memory to, card, yeah. <laughs> but even then, you were limited on storage. So you, you wouldn't have had twenty saves so on you it. You would have to. No. Wouldn't you? I remember, like, with the PS One, having to sit with two memory cards in and be like, right, uh, if I move this over here, then I can move that one there, and then that memory <laughs> card will be totally full. Remember and the then memory I'll get a wee sticker myself? and I'll write on it. I'm like twenty quid or something. I don't know if we've ever mentioned this in this podcast, right? But you know, you know Simon Miller, the guy that's uh, the wrestling, aye, cultaholic, aye. So he used to have a podcast about gaming, and years ago he used to work for Sony, right? Mm. And he always told this story where there was one time he was in like some sort of like marketing meeting or something like that, and he said he was so he was just sitting in this meeting, and a bunch of like directors and stuff like that they brought up about the mem- the PlayStation memory cards. Right. And they he, according to him they said, Yeah, can you believe we sell these for twenty four ninety nine or whatever they are? And they actually cost forty P to make. Oh. And then the whole table, he said, started laughing like Doctor Evil. Right. Um <laughs> and he was like at that point I was like, What the fuck am I doing working here? Like yeah. he said the markup on them was unlike anything you've ever seen. Fuck they cost nothing. Aye. But it's because only at the time, I think only Sony could make them. You did get third party ripoffs, but they mm. weren't getting that stuff from Sony, so they couldn't make them too cheap. And anytime you get a third party one, they fucking broke straight away. You couldn't trust those bastards. Yeah. I mean, even though when even like when USB sticks first came out, they were so expensive, and now yeah. obviously they're cheapest chips, so that they, they mm. probably did mark them up as well. Like it's just yeah. Like, I just bought I just bought a wee stick the other day there. 64 gig for £5. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I was thinking in my head like how much it used to cost for things like that. It's insane. A plug-in hard drive that was 64 gig used to cost about fucking 80 quid. And when you, like, I don't know, I remember when I had like an MP3 player and stuff like that, like you're calculating like how many songs can I get on Mm. this? How much storage do I need for this many songs? Aye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, ah, Good old times, eh? It's Um, all in the cloud now. Yeah, it is all in the cloud, yeah. Callum says, tell you what can get in the bin, baby on board signs on cards. You know, I was all set to plough into your car and smash you up, but now that I've seen your baby sign, I won't bother. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you get, like, dad's mm. taxi and, yeah, baby on board. Yeah. Those little, I mean... I know. So cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a baby on board sign at the back is just, like, a fucking hall pass to be a cunt. Why, are you, why, why are you proclaiming that? What is the reasoning, do you think? They're wanting people behind them not to be aggressive. Right. And I think they're like, I'm a shit driver. I've never had a child. I don't want a child, but I'm going to stick this up. And then people <laughs> will not react poorly to my shit driving. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's the thing. Because mm-hmm. who's going to stop and go up and go, let's see your fucking kid then? Is part, On the off chance that they've got a fucking kid. Is part of it not actually from a health and safety point of view though for if you're in an accident and a f- like fire brigade have to come yeah, and well, well, I fucking I tell, I tell them I had a baby in the back <laughs> but is, is that not partly what they're for no. not the dad's taxi nonsense no you do not get a fucking yellow sign that says baby on board so that they can they know to pull your fucking dead baby out of no, the wreckage this is not it's not an insurance requirement no I know I know <laughs> like, it's not like a fucking but is it, like a green pea no I'm not saying that I just mean like is it not a, a tool so that if somebody was to attend a car accident they might be more See, I don't know no I don't, I don't think so, so. See, just when I'm thinking about it, I didn't have a nomination for this week, but see those anyone that wears those green peas in their car, they can fucking get in the bin. Just past. Be I, patient, man. I know, fuck off. Pee for patience. The first thing people do when they want when they pass is they just want to be a regular driver. Fucking slap that fucking training pee on. I'd never I don't ever had a pee. No. Are you supposed to? I, would, I wouldn't. I never had one. It's optional. Uh, no, I wouldn't have got in the car so people, if there was one there. It is so people will be patient with you. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll go, oh, the person's just passed. I remember when I just passed. Blah, blah, blah. They they should have an AG one, old git. They should, As soon as you hit 65. I think the reason I didn't have one is because I passed my test, but then I didn't have a car for eight months. So technically I hadn't just passed. I had a license for eight (laughs) months, but (laughs) I had to like basically relearn to drive again. I used to be made to sit your test again. I've been in a car with you. Rude. Extremely rude. But not as rude as Kanye West, who has also been nominated for his antics in the past week and his... I've already used my thunder cunt for the episode, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to have to bring it back because this man... What's he done? Oh my God, right. He did this interview. I can't even remember. He did... It was with a conspiracy theorist. I can't remember the guy's name. He's a titan all though. But so he turned up to this. It was a TV interview and he had a fucking black mask on the only thing I can sort of compare it to is you know how you get those people like they go to like hockey games and stuff like that and they wear like a full green suit where they're just like a green man or a a blue man aye a morph suit it was basically a black one of them he had over his whole fucking face you couldn't see his face he just looked like a he, he literally looked like Somebody that was in witness protection being interviewed, right? When it's like, you know, it's just an outline. They're like, oh, I was emotionally abused. The voices are fucking muffled. Aye, that's what he looked like, right? Except he had this fucking really loud jacket on. And uh, he just starts going on about how great Hitler was. I, there, there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. A lot of things. I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. <laughs> oh, Christ. Now he's done this. Hitler. He's done this before. He fucking says that. He just fucking did this whole thing. And even this guy in the middle who's interviewing him, who's a fucking Jesus. clown, was like, whoa, I, I, wanna, I don't want to get any part of this. And so he goes on and on about how Hitler should be fucking immortalised and how he had a lot of great ideas and he did a lot of great things. I don't even dislike the Jews, he says. While he's fucking praising Hitler. Wow. Then, after this interview, he goes, he's been allowed back on Twitter because Elon Musk took over Twitter and was like, free speech for everyone. Mm. But then he comes, so he's been back on Twitter for two weeks, finishes this interview. Two hours later, he's got a fucking swastika as his uh, profile picture. So Elon Musk now decides there's limits. 
yeah. bans him again, <laughs> despite his free speech thing. So he's banned again from Twitter, and he's now posting on Truth Social. Ah, yes, Donald Trump's yeah, venture. Uh, Donald Trump has not banned him yet, uh, so he is posting on Truth Social. <sighs> he's he's Truth fucking social. he's fucking lost the plot, man. He's like he has genuinely fucking lost it. Like this is Britney Spears levels of a meltdown, except because he's a guy. And not a girl. Nobody's like nobody. No judge is going to come along. And go, ah, your uh, your dad owns you now. You know what I mean? That's not going to happen to Kanye West. Yeah. Like Britney Spears was basically held prisoner for fucking twelve years, mm-hmm. but that's not going to happen to Kanye West. He's just allowed to have this fucking <laughs> public meltdown. Like it's ever since what's her face left him that he's just absolutely spiraled. Like he's he's totally fucked it. Like Taylor Swift must be fucking loving it. Like ever since he went on the stage and fucking took Ta- her moment Taylor, away. I'm going to let you finish. Yo, Taylor. I, I'm really happy for you. I'm let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. But do you know what I think that that, that night she just went, "You'll get yours," and she must just be sitting the night. Well, a wee glass of wine, feet up going, how did, Karma. That, how did that pan out? Karma. Karma is a fucking bitch because he's, the guy's literally due getting blacklisted from everywhere. Kid. He's a fucking idiot. The sad thing is he used to have good music. Like his first couple of albums yeah. were good, but he's a fucking idiot. And uh, he's going to be, he's going to be very much, I think he's dangerous. I think there could be like, I don't know. It's not right in the head. If he had a child, he could perhaps be hanging out at a windy. He's at that stage, you know what I mean? The Michael Jackson <laughs> I love stage. How, you're just, how small is this child you're on? <laughs> how strong's Kanye West? It's like he's holding a hanky. Oh dear. Um, and yeah, the final nomination we have is from Baz, and he wants to put It's Coming Home in the Bin, which, given we are all Scottish. You know. It's a strong nomination. Yeah, I want a strong to nomination. I want to put the date naps again, but oh. more, more specifically, I want to put people saying that their babies are their fucking world. <laughs> it's happened again. It's all I see. It's all I fucking see. You should put in your profile picture. I eat babies. They, it's always like they've always got. This is what I see a lot now. Pictures like we pictures of a house, own house. Own we picture their car, dog mummy, mum to wee baby boy, my world, <laughs> number one priority. You know what I mean? Oh fucking hell! It's cringy, isn't it? Aye, it's brutal. Yeah. yeah. So what that back in? Absolutely brutal. Not obviously a nomination this, but just uh, a wee update on a bin alumni, mm-hmm. old Cristiano. Ronaldo, oh, yes. I believe he's still one goal away from, I think it's like the record for Portugal or oh, the really? record at a World Cup for Portugal it's some sort of record, he's one goal away and uh, that's why he was going mad trying to get that goal attributed oh, yeah. to him, the one where he didn't when he didn't actually touch it What's the latest on that, have they still ruled no? No, they've, uh, they've, they've told him to fuck off because he never touched it <laughs> uh, but um yeah, uh, tonight, as of recording, in the last eight, Portugal were playing Switzerland mm-hmm. and Portugal have pumped them 6-1. Oh, 
not a single goal for Ronaldo. <laughs> Which is, to be fair, to be fair to the lad, he only came on in the 73rd minutes. So he didn't start, which he must be fucking oh, fuming about. I'll be him moaning. They were 5 1 up before he came on, but uh, the the fact that they've won 6 1 and he's not scored, he must no, be. F- that's a loss to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he doesn't care about the team. No, the he whole, cares about the whole po- individual performance. Aye, the whole Portugal squad is fucking having bubbly now, and he's just like, ah, aye, he nah. doesn't care. He's away up the road. No. Give a fuck. Okay, let's make our vote then. I'm going to say Kanye West. I think he's a. Yeah, I get him. It's Kanye for me. Yeah, he's had a week and it's not been a good one. So. Hopefully, in the bin, I can rehabilitate him right. and then we could have concerts on a Saturday night. Okay. <laughs> but for now, get in the fucking bin. Get in the bin soon. Do you want an achievement for that trophy, Craig? I do, I do. I've been very light on this section this week because I've had uh, proper games to play. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do have Marcy's Adventure to bring to you. That's uh, M-A-R-S-I, Marcy's Adventure. 79 pence. It's a 2D uh, pixel art platformer. And 15 levels. The first sort of seven or eight are pretty easy. It does get a little bit difficult towards the end. There was a level 12 in particular that you witnessed me swearing and going fucking nuts at. Oh, that was the Yeah. It does this thing. It's not necessarily that difficult, but it's got this mechanic where you go to like a little vortex and when you press the button, you're then like gravity turns upside down. So you're trying to do the platforming, but you're upside, you're at the top of the screen, and when you jump, you jump down the way. Yeah, okay. I don't know why, but it's so fucking off-putting. <laughs> like, if I could have done a handstand, I'd have done the level no bother. But when you can't, it's so fucking disorientating. And to make matters worse, there's a really hard bit on it that I got by, and then I only had a little bit more to go. But I started talking to you, and I was like, oh, I'll just pause it. Mm. Turns out pressing the pause button restarts the fucking level. Who the fuck thought that up? Felt a little bit bad about that for talking to you, but... All you heard was me going, no! It's <laughs> fucking raging. Why would it just automatically restart the level? That's fucking poor form. But uh, anyway, other than that, um, mostly easy, excellent value, given 79 pence, 15 levels, good bit of fun. Um, just don't make your fucking option button level restart. Mm-hmm. Um, 3 out of 10 difficulty... You could do it in 15, 20 minutes, and it's fun. I think it's only on PlayStation. Platinum confirmed. Platinum confirmed. <laughs> okay, thank you as always, Craig, for taking the the time. I'll take those bullets for you always, Jess. Yep. That's what I'll be telling them on the altar. <laughs> There's not an altar, but... I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, do you, do you take Jessica? And I'll be like, yep. I'll take all those shitty platinums. I'll take all those easy platinums. See if there's an a thousand G, I'll take that thousand G. That's my vows. Okay. Okay, so let's move on to our movie section. So yeah, some video game news before we kick off Home Loan 2. Following a competitive pursuit, Story Kitchen has partnered with Slow Clap to adapt their hot new hit. 
video game Sifu into a live action feature film with story kitchen partner Derek Kolstad adapting the script. It's been described as John Wick meets M. Night Shyamalan's old. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, so it's basically been made by a couple of the people that did John Wick. They're going to make a Sifu film, which sounds mm. fucking great. Mm. I'm all about that because the game's a fucking masterpiece. But it's not Christmassy. It's not but Christmassy. Do you, do you know what is Christmassy? Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2. Yes. It's fucking Christmassy, Christmassy up the ass. So, a reminder of the plot in case, you know, it's been a while and you've not quite got to it in your festive calendar advent. Hold, hold on a second. Control X, the Home Alone 1 plot. Control V. <laughs> Literally, as in. Beat for beat. Basically. So, Kevin accidentally boards a flight to New York City and gets separated from his family who are on their way to Miami. He then bumps into two of his old enemies who plan to rob a toy store. I love how you say two of his old enemies as if he's got fucking terror. <laughs> it's the most hated wee prick in the world, but two, Harry and Marv are up there, number three and four on the list. Can't believe they thumbed up. So this came out 11th of December 1992, so a mere two years after the first one. And yeah, just a few... Um, listener comments so chris said a fantastic follow-up to a legendary festive classic that very nearly matches it for greatness another absolute must watch multiple times at christmas yes couldn't agree more with that winsky says you cannot watch home alone at christmas without watching home alone 2 they come as a pair for me i flip each year between which one i prefer though two's setting in new york is perfect and gets the win in that category for sure Mm -hmm. alex sent a, a gift saying the goat mm-hmm. and James said legendary so so folk like it yeah folk like it yeah so let's start with the cast obviously we have Macaulay Culkin Cul- Cul- uh, Macaulay Culkin is that Culkin. right? The yeah. Culk. as as Kevin McAllister but what did we think of the other characters compared to the first film yeah I mean obviously it is all about to me, it's all about Harry and Marv. Yeah. Like, they make the first film, they make the second film. And I do think Marv specifically, like, I don't get me wrong, Joe Pesci is a better actor than Daniel Stern, but in this role, I feel like someone else could have played Harry, no one else could have played Marv. No. He just, it's as if he was built for the role. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I've never seen a making of Home Alone two, but when you watch that movies that made us about Home Alone one, mm-hmm. and you see how close they came to not having know, Daniel Stern as Marv, you think, "Fuck me, that could have, oh, that was a oh, that's right, because they had another guy, like, uh, it was another guy cast on it, that and he was he's a good actor, but I just Robock or something, aye, yeah. but you just you just couldn't do it without him as Marv. It's just fucking incredible. No. Yeah, the only I feel. I need to watch my word in here. But the one bit about this film I don't like is with Marv and when he's in the basement, I think it is, and he's doing some of the voltage mm-hmm. things. And, and he, he turns into a skeleton. He turns into a skeleton. It's I'm just like, a wee bit too far. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, everything else is realistic and... <laughs> is it? Well, <laughs> do you know what I mean, That's though? That's too far for you, though. It, like it was a wee bit far, yeah. I think they maybe 
Aye, they didn't need to go that extra step, I don't nah. think. I, I I can get that. Like, see, to me, in terms of like the cast, I think this cast is better than Home Alone One. There's a because there's a few more characters in it. Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry's brilliant. Have a lovely day. Have a lovely day. Like that is an iconic line. I crack up every time I see it, and it's just his face. Like, see mm. when, um, when the the family come over and they're quizzing him and they're like well why did you let him go and he's like i made the discovery about the stolen card and then they're like and then he's like well he ran away and then uh tim curry says something like um i think the mom's going to go out and look for him and he's like it's too dangerous outside or whatever and the mom slaps him thank you i don't think it's a good idea for you to start running around all over new york city all by yourself I think if our son can do it, I can do it. Okay, but Peter, I'll be fine. The way I'm feeling right now, no mugger or murderer would dare mess with me. Madam, there are hundreds of parasites out there, armed to the teeth. Do bundle up, it's awfully cold outside. But his lip is quivering <laughs> the whole time so because he's good. trying not to cry from getting slapped. <laughs> and it's just, it's mm. little touches like that. Like, the guy, he's in a lot of Adam Sandler films. The guy that's like the bellhop. Mm-hmm. I think he does really well. Yeah. Uh, oh. Do you know the guy? The I mean? one did. I can do it. Yeah. Or you can do it. Uh, he's in a lot of Adam Sandler films. He does a really good job. Like Donald he, Trump. Ah, uh, Donald Trump. What a fucking show stealing performance from him. Like, I mean, <laughs> I think that's how he made his millions. Uh, yeah, it's just I, I think it's got a bit more of an expanded cast. Um, one thing I don't know, like we said, this this film's a little bit like a sort of copy and paste from the first one. And in terms of the only thing that's really different is how they get to the point of him being alone. Uh, and I do think they do it a clever way in Home Alone yeah. too. But Rob Schneider is the guy's name. Ah, yeah. Um, one thing I would say is I, I do think so. You have in each film a character who at first seems scary to Kevin. But then he becomes pals with, and they save the day. Oh, that's right! It's the exact same exact thing. Exact same. The bad. guy with the shoveling. Yep. Old man. And old man Marley cut up his family into pieces. Yep. He put him, and it's like that. And woman. then the pigeon lady. Uh, she does look scary, though. To be fair. Aye, and she's Scottish, so you know she's mental. Is she Scottish? Well, she sounds. She's in got a Scottish film? accent in the film. Aye. No, she's Irish in the film. Is she? Yeah. So let's let's see what she actually is. Um, I've seen a side by side of her and Piers Morgan, and it's oh, it's fucking hilarious. It's quite like the really. Aye, <laughs> there's like fake news stories coming about where it says like uh, it says Piers Morgan has had to come out and defend himself and confirm that he is not the pigeon lady from <laughs> Home Alone Two. What's her actual name? It's not Pigeon Lady, surely. Oh my god, that is Pigeon Lady. <laughs> She's never That's her name in the film. <laughs> She's never named, that's the thing. It's literally a name. No, I think film. she does at some point. No, she no, might. she's coming up as, uh, as Pigeon Lady, but I think at some point she does say her name in it. She was born in Dublin. Born in Dublin. She sounds fucking Scottish to me, innit? No, she does not. Oh, well. Not Makes more sense that she'd be homeless and that when she's Irish, to be fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I. So I don't know, but I think that was the one thing. So I think that the old man Marley is a better character than the pigeon lady. Yes, I agree. But outside of that, like I really like, like Tim Curry and all that. Like I think there's a better supporting cast in the second film. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'd give the edge to the. To and the they're second. given more to do. 
rather than the first film because the first film is very much about Macaulay Culkin. It's more condensed. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It's literally set at home in his house, whereas, yeah, yeah let's up. move to the kind of setting of New York. Like mm-hmm. it- Well, obviously, off the back of the success of the first film, like the first film was quite a small budget. It wasn't expected to do that well, but it was the biggest fucking hit going yeah. and so from that point obviously the second film had a much bigger budget they were able to go big let's go to mm. new york yeah so speaking of new york like what do we think about the setting compared to the first like the first film did you prefer the new york setting or did you prefer the sort of home the home body of the first one I, I, my only issue with this has always been that He's not actually home alone. <laughs> He's in New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. But they did have to adapt it. I mean, fucking hell, it's similar enough. If he yeah. was back in that house alone again, yeah. questions would be asked. True. I mean, questions were asked. The, the parents are like, ah, it's becoming a bit of a McAllister family tradition. And the guy's like, ah. <laughs> the cop's like, matter. you're going to jail, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Um... But yeah, I mean, I like I've never been to New York, but I know if and when I go, I want it to be a Christmas time, and I want to go and see that big massive tree. Yeah, mm. <laughs> so. I, I love the setting. I love the setting of the second one. I think it's just like the, there was so many cool, like the hotels cool. Like I thought it was a I really be going there. The music's cool. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool idea to have like the uncle's house that was already being renovated. Mm-hmm. So there was so much extra stuff there for them to work with. Yeah. Although, why the f was like when you walked in the front door, there just no floor, and what sort of renovation would that ever happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a, was a bit of a strange one, I'll give you that. It's a health and safety risk, yeah. that one. Yeah. And so that leads in a bit as well. My my third question down here is, what about the the traps and the sort of quote-unquote action sequence at the end? Like, again, just between this and the first film, like, did you, did you think this was a step up from what they did in the first film? Do you think it was more of the same or do you think it was a letdown in comparison? I mean, I... I, I like the fact, I like the kind of callbacks to the first one. So, for example, the pedal beads when they fall over in the similar mm-hmm. style of the, like, micro-machine cars. Uh-huh. I like that when they do the paint and yeah. there's that third one there just to... Yeah, I like uh-huh. I like how they, they were like, oh, we remember this. Yeah. And they're pretending, uh-huh. they're yeah. so smart pretending yeah. they get hit. But then they just get that fucking, like, <laughs> big metal pole just yeah. right across... But the oh, best sorry. bit by far is the fucking bricks. The bricks is amazing. When he chucks those bricks. Like it's when the the last one hits him. It's <laughs> fucking glorious, man. It's so well done. It's funny, but for me, like the the first film's more memorable. Mm. You know, I don't know if it's just because it was first. Mm-hmm. But I remember all those bits more from the, the first film. Right. Than the the second one. Even though <clears throat> it still lands. The joke oh, still lands in the I. second one. I mean, but it is a total rinse and repeat. Yeah, still funny though. Oh, it's, I mean, as as soon as the sort of prank, I mean, for lack of a better term, the dangerous pranks start, it is essentially exactly the same film. Mm-hmm. He gets the better of them for about twelve pranks. Yeah, like then beat he, for beat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then he runs away, but he makes a silly mistake, gets caught, and then the creepy bastard helps him. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same. Like. Yeah. Beat for fucking beat. Mm. But yeah. 
folk love the first so much it that it, it just, just it did. worked and it's for that reason that like i go back and forth and i'm like i don't know which one i prefer i think more so than not i would say i prefer home alone too but sometimes i'm like nah the first one because it was the original yeah but they're just the two of them like it almost they almost come as a pair for me like yeah. it's almost like it's just one big film and it's like sometimes i'll put that one on sometimes i'll put this one on it's just it's fucking glorious well, like two two sides to a coin isn't yeah it? Aye, that's exactly that's the perfect yeah. way to put it um I saw that uh, at the time of this film, Macaulay Culkin got $4.5 million for doing Home Alone 2. It was the biggest amount any 11-year-old had ever been paid for a film. I think just off the success of the first film, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, see, to be fair, he's still living off that. Like, he's still getting royalties. Like, I think the only thing he does just now is a podcast. Yeah. I mean, we know we're not as big as us in the sort of podcasting space, but fair play to him for giving that a go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, there was like, so obviously they filmed in New York and it was genuinely fucking freezing. And apparently, like, they had like a, they racked up like a hell of a damage toll in cameras that actually the lenses froze and smashed. Because right. it was so cold. Aye. Jeez. God. Which is. I can imagine they're a little cheap. Yeah. And we can't not talk about the top boy. And at the time, that was like, everyone was like, I want a top boy, I want a top boy, I want to be able to record and modulate my voice. Oh, that And so, like, yeah, I mean, this was, like, it was a prototype that was basically made. This thing didn't exist. Oh, does it not? No. So, um, the director decided they wanted something like this for the film. And so they made the talk boy and it didn't work. Like it was just literally a fucking prototype that did not work. Macaulay Culkin got to keep it after the film. Oh, wow. I didn't oh, that's cool. But it never worked. And it, I think apparently he still got it. It's like a memento. Yeah. But off the back of like, so it doesn't necessarily happen as much these days, but back in the 90s, like when a big film came out, there was always like a toy brand that would get like the merchandising rights. Yeah. And so. The, the people that did get the merchandising rights, obviously they then went on and started producing Top Boys. So they did come out. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the Top Girl came out as well. And I think there was deluxe versions and stuff like that. But that was all after the film. Um, I didn't realise that. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. I think the, the director said something like he wanted a futuristic recording device. And <laughs> as weird as it sounds, looking back in 2022, that was a fucking futuristic recording what device. Was that? Mm-hmm. It was the size of... A fucking brick. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, so. and then I also saw it was I think it was an interview with just one of the extras. So see the scene when they go into the toy shop mm-hmm. and there's like lots of kids there and stuff. Like apparently anyone that was an extra as one of those kids got to like take their favourite toy. They got to keep that as part of their pay. Like, I think they did get paid a small amount as well, but they got to take yeah, a toy from the that's shop. nice, because obviously it was, like, a mock shop made up. Mm. So I suppose, yeah, they had to buy in all the yeah. toys to... But I just, yeah. I don't know, like, I, I like to think some of those children had the wherewithal their parents did to be like, to keep that. you're not opening that toy because that is going to be a fucking collector's item that you got to take a toy from yeah. the film and the set of <laughs> yeah, Home Alone 2. Yeah, I hope at some point, like like we mentioned earlier, that movies that made us, like I really want one of them for Home Alone 2. 
Like they've done Home Alone. They've done Home Alone, aye, and it's fucking excellent. I watch it every year, like with Home Alone. But uh, companion piece, aye, it's a great companion piece, just because I love it so much. Like the whole Home Alone house was built inside a fucking gym hall and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like it's really cool. But I'd love to see similar treatment for Home Alone too, just to get a behind the scenes look. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I'll ever get it. But no, fucking loved it. Absolutely yeah, loved it. You can't not love it. And yep, it's a five star. Mince pie from me. Five mince pies from me. All the mince pies. Same. Fifteen fucking mince pies. Brilliant. What That's a the fucking, first time in a wee while, is it not? What a fucking turnout, man. Mm-hmm. First time since... Well, you went here last week. First time since last week. <laughs> die hard, last week die, die Hard 2. Die Hard 2. I would, two. I would I give five for Die Hard 2 as well. Yeah. But will we get five for... I'm so excited. Is it Batman next week? Batman oh, returns next Thomas. week. I'm really oh, not Jesus. looking forward to this one. Me neither. Oh, come on. Do you not like it? I'm looking forward to taking the piss with it. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring my thick skin next week. <laughs> I might wear a bat suit. <laughs> I, might, I might turn up in full fucking Batman yeah. suit. You can put it in your Batman credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Batman returns is glorious. Can't wait. Yeah, so we are going to watch that next week. Um, if you want to drop us some thoughts, feedback on the film, we might read them out. Any update from Callum? No, he said he was going to watch it, but he hasn't got back to us. Uh, okay. I can possibly cut in here if he does, because he will not be thinking we're recording earlier. He'll just be thinking of when it's coming out. But if you don't hear anything here, then Callum has in fact let us down with a Home Alone <laughs> 2 review. Yeah, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, Callum has never seen home alone at all uh-huh and it's very disturbing to me yeah, so... it upsets me in my bones so yeah sort out Callum come on yeah. okay moving on to our final segment then we have pick of the week yeah there is actually quite a few games coming out this week more than you would usually get this time in December but a lot of them seem shite mm. so what I've done is I've went for Hello Neighbor 2 which I can't overly confirm is good because I haven't played it and I haven't played the first game either. But I like the look of it. And it is on Game Pass Day 1. that's what you're going for. Yeah. And it is on Game Pass Day 1. So a lot of people have the ability to check it out without actually paying money for it. Uh, From what I can tell, you... Also, disclaimer, you do need an Xbox Game Pass subscription. With an Xbox Game Pass subscription. If you've got an Xbox and you don't have an Xbox Game Pass subscription, then you're a fucking idiot. But maybe people can't afford it, Craig. But a lot of the time you get the console cheaper (laughs) if you take it. You're literally losing money. I don't know who I'm trying to defend here. There'll be one guy. But anyway. Yeah, Hello Neighbor 2. It's like a... It does look good to be It fair. does. Uh, you're sneaking about your neighbour's house. It looks like you're trying to uncover their secrets, like kind of puzzly. You're having to find secret ways into secret rooms, getting chased about like a fanny. Wish it was third person, not first person, mm-hmm. but it looks cool and uh, worth checking out. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's you. And that's us for this week's episode, unless anyone has anything further that they wish to add. Speak now, Andy, or forever hold your peace. I'll hold my peace until next week. <laughs> Very well. Pip, pip. Okay, yeah, thanks for that. We shall chat to you again next week. It's been a pleasure. Lovely mm. having you. Fuck off. <laughs> Bye.
recorded and produced by Pure Dead Gaming. Intro music by David Fesslian.